This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Beauty. I've conducted a lot of interviews over the years on beauty, but none like this one. This one zeroes in on beauty through the arts, more specifically, Catholic architecture, painting, and sculpture. Now, I don't know if we Catholics really know what we have here. My guest today is one who says these pieces of art were not just done to admire, but done to teach preach, evangelize, and shore up many truths of the faith, most especially during the Reformation. Her book, How Catholic Art Saved the Faith, is simply a must-read. I think you'll see why. Here's my interview with best-selling author and art historian, Elizabeth Lev. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, happy to have you on talking about your new book, How Catholic Art Saved the Faith. I want to kind of set this up for a second here. It's 1517. It's fresh in the Protestant Reformation, Catholic and Protestants. Uh, really, kind of the, the dialogue is completely broke. Religious wars erupting all across Europe. Catholic theologians now more than ever are doing everything that they can to clarify and reaffirm the doctrines of the faith. But they don't just do it through word you actually say that they turned in a very special way to the arts to do the work of evangelization for them how so well to begin with i mean when you think about what the era looks like for people they're being inundated with 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 information remember that the printing press is a huge game changer here and by the time you get to 1550 you're looking at about 1.5 million to 2 million documents being published per year so people are given all this information about faith and you can be calvinist you can be lutheran you can be this or that or the other thing and 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 the tone becomes so polemical that people can't really talk about things without becoming sort of angry angry or hysterical or hyperbolic. And the church is looking for a way that will approach people in a, in a more gentle and soothing way. And what is more effective than beautiful art? So they start commissioning these incredible works in churches, inviting people to commission works for their homes so that they can meditate on the truths of the Catholic faith in an atmosphere that isn't so polemical and hyperbolic. So these pieces were not just kind of by accident. Uh, these pieces, you're saying, were, were really commissioned. They were put forth and kind of of a very prominent spot for some of the Catholic theologians and leaders of the church, as you said before, to kind of give a different approach to evangelization. Absolutely. I mean, the church has used art from the very beginning. I mean, the church has been interested in art from basically the third century AD. But what we have is a reuniting, a really beautiful connection between the laity and the clergy. So who are the people who are spearheading this movement? You have, for example, Charles Borromeo, Archbishop of Milan. You have another cardinal in Bologna. You have a lot. You have religious orders like the uh, the, the Oratorians with Philip Neri, the Jesuits, who are all really spearheading in, in, in an attempt to foster artists, to form artists, to put magnificent works of art under the eyes of the public so that when they're not sitting there listening to the preaching or attending the Mass, you have this wonderful sort of tacit theologian of the work of art that is speaking to the faithful. You use the term Catholic restoration throughout the book instead of the, the more commonly enjoyed phrase counter-reformation. Why do you use that? 
Well, I feel a little bit like I'm rolling a boulder uphill, but the fact, the boulder uphill, but the fact is that there are several Catholic historians of this period who really feel that the word counter-reformation implies that the church was simply leaping about to the, to, to a kind of a music or a, or a standard set by the Protestant reformers. So the counter-reformation makes, makes it seem that the Catholic church is kind of caught completely unawares and they're just kind of patching up willy-nilly these little fires that are being, that are being spouting out. But actually, the Church was well aware of its need for reform already at the beginning of the 16th century and even at the beginning of the 16th century and even at the end of the 15th century. The need for a serious project of Church reform was something everybody understood, and the Church really began to uh, actualize to make happen this project of church reform. So it's not something that it's a reactive effect of the Catholic Church, but a proactive plan on the part of the Catholic Church to reaffirm ancient teachings. So which of the fine arts was the most important? Do we, we have architecture, painting, sculpture? Well, I think it's really kind of interesting. Um, in, in the book, I have to say, I am very interested in painting. So there's an overwhelming amount of painting in the in in, in during the, in, in how Catholic art saved the faith, but a very interesting point is how important architecture becomes because the church is the kind of the first place where we go to learn about the faith, to share our faith, to worship. So at the very beginning of the Counter Reformation, they get or the, the Catholic Restoration, they get interested in the construction of these new churches, and then they fill them with extraordinary exceptional paintings. Although, insofar as sculpture is concerned, out of that will come John Lorenzo Bernini, which pretty much every one of your listeners who has visited Rome mm. knows the wonderful works of Bernini in, in St. Peter's Basilica. No one was able to, to have uh, these pieces come alive more than Bernini, and I, I was just there last year, and my goodness, you could just stare for, for ages. Um, in the second part of, of How Catholic Art Saved the Faith, you talk about angels, and this was interesting to me, because you talk about how they were portrayed in this era. So explain to us why they are so popular. Maybe give us an example. Well, I was really, one of the things that's very striking is that angels proliferate throughout the entire city of Rome during the course of the late 16th, early 17th century. And if you were just in Rome, did you notice when you were in the churches, you look up and out of the stucco work seem to be these little baby angels who are flying into your space. You look at a fresco over the altar and these angels come pouring in. It was a very, very important part of helping Catholics understand that a huge part of our faith is a world that's not visible to us. So this connection, these messengers, the, an the angels who, are, who come from the word angelos, which means messenger, are this connection between us and, 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 and God. And so the vis making these angels visible, whether it is Michael the archangel who is defeating Satan, who is out there protecting us from evil, whether the helping Catholics to remember that we have guardian angels who are always taking us by the hand, always by our side, that there's a constant presence around us that is more than just the empirical world, but is part of this mysterious world that we are, we are, we are as Catholics living in. And artists are uniquely able to do that because you can't photograph your angel, but the creative imagination of an artist can help us imagine and see where the angels are in our lives. So you close the book with uh, kind of a, an ancient phrase, the art of dying well. Was that unique in kind of this Catholic restoration? No, 
No, it's something that is actually a very, very, very popular subject in the Middle Ages, particularly during the period of the Great Plague, when you would have these illnesses come in and sweep off half of the population or a third of the population. But what they really bring back in the 17th century, they're in the cat Catholic Restoration is the idea of endgame. So what artists bring to the fore is the idea that this world, the time that we live in, the choices we make about how we're going to live our faith will ultimately be the choices that help us or hinder us from getting into heaven. So what do we see in this period? The images of the death of St. Joseph. It's amazing how many images you see of the of the passing of St. Joseph with Jesus and Mary present pointing up to heaven. And when you think about it, when you're in Rome, how many of those skeletons have you seen peeking up under curtains, crawling in from the ceiling? That omnipresence of the skeletons is a reminder that this world ends but another world begins. And so it's really, it's a very good way of pointing us that at the end of the day, what matters to us is what happens when we finally appear at the last judgment before Christ. Just a fascinating book, How Catholic Art Saved the Faith. SophiaInstitute.com is where you can find it. Elizabeth Lev, thanks so much for your time this morning, Elizabeth. This was good. Thank you. It was great. So there you have it, friends. A must read. I told you. I just think most of us could benefit, not just in our own faith, but also in the way we communicate the faith to others by utilizing the beauty we have in the arts. And this book, at least to me, seems like the perfect place to start. Thanks to Elizabeth Lev, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting them to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.